It's Colin Lively, again from New York City, the Colin Lively Show. And I'm just thinking how wonderful life is. Here I am sitting in my beautiful apartment, sky high over Central Park. I'm looking out at a 75-degree day, not a cloud in the sky, just a cheerful, wonderful day. October 75 in New York City is a real treat. And as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking... What a great life I have. What a great, what great memories I have. I just, I'm, I feel like I'm just one of the chosen. At all that's happened to me, that all continues to happen to me. And I'm so honored to be part of the Hear Women Talk network and that I can be talking about embracing life and growing older. And I don't know, it's, I'm just feeling really, really good today. And, in going back over my memories, I think of how I used to party like crazy when I was in my 20s and uh, my teens and all the great people I've known, you know, hanging out at Studio 54 with Warhol and Truman Capote, uh, dancing my ass off in Otto's Grotto back in my youth in Cleveland, Ohio and dancing in the streets in front of Leo's Casino with uh, Sly and the Family Stone. And I thought, who better to share this with than my partner in crime for many of those years, who has remained my lifelong friend, who I love dearly, and we're going to kick up some dust today, uh, resurrect some of those memories together, and, and just share a great Friday afternoon. My friend Sherry Cack. How are you, Sherry? I'm fabulous, as usual. <laughs> oh, honey, as usual. When it comes to fabulous, you're the one that put the capital F in the word. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget the very first day I laid eyes on you. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> False lashes in the daytime. <laughs> On a I was a little ahead of my time. <laughs> I mean, I had just barely gotten off the Greyhound bus <laughs> coming from Raynell, West Virginia to Cleveland, Ohio, which at that time I thought was Paris. You know, after Raynell, West Virginia, anything with a skyscraper or even a building over four stories tall looked like Paris to me. And when I saw you, with those lashes and that platinum blonde hair. I said, oh my God, there's the first really glamorous person I've ever seen. Thank you, I was worried about what you were going to say. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give any, any dirty little secrets away, although I could, so don't, don't tempt me. But, I mean, if you could judge, if I were able to have judged a book by its cover, and I saw you with that platinum blonde wig, which later I ran over in uh, Miami Beach, Florida, not, you weren't wearing it, your head wasn't under it when I ran over it. <laughs> Thank God. I, I said, if... I've got to know who this person is, and oh my gosh, you know, you've been such a treat to me my entire life. I have so many memories of us. Uh, I mean, do you remember the time 
<laughs> you cooked up this scheme, one of many schemes, but some many of them backfired, but this one really worked. <laughs> you called me, you said, Colin, do you want to go to Miami Beach and, and ride around in a red convertible? I said, do I? <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember that red convertible oh, Cadillac? Oh, absolutely! Yes, it was one of those AAA con drive away free cars that I was out of Cleveland. <laughs> <And> you were <laughs> With riding next to you. <laughs> any any way I could find to get on the road and go see a world. Didn't yes. we have forty eight hours for that car? Yes, we did, and we went through Macon, Georgia. Don't ever drive fast there. Oh, I know. We got pulled over, and because I'd grown up in West Virginia, I was translating what the police officer was saying. <laughs> Can I have your license, ma'am? I said, "That's ma'am with five syllables." <laughs> he just wants to see your driver's license, and he told us we better get on through making it and and get out of town. They didn't want our kind in that town. Well, I got news for you. We didn't want our kind in your town either. <laughs> but if I remember correctly, we were driving that red convertible, that Cadillac red convertible, to Miami Beach because an old lady from Cleveland was wintering in Florida. And we had 48 hours to get down there. And if we we decided if we drove straight through with no sleep, then we would have 24 hours to tool up and down Miami Beach. Am I correct? <laughs> we found the real meaning of snowbirds. <laughs> oh, and let me tell you, I mean, I, I think we were taking two-hour naps each. I would drive for two hours. You would drive for two hours. The other one would be in the back seat sleeping. And there we were on no dose and toothpicks in our eyelids going up and down Collins Avenue waving to everybody. I think we were, and then we went dancing at the castaways, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, so and we didn't even drink. Oh, no, no, no. And we, I know we, at that time, I think we both had waistlines that that a snake would have envied, and <laughs> in our in our bell bottom pants. Oh yes. Oh, yes. But do you remember when we were going down Collins Avenue and that platinum blonde wig went flying off your hair? There we, there we <laughs> were, there we were in this red convertible, looking so hip and so hot. Tell, when people would ask us where we were from, we said. Paris. We didn't want to say we were from <laughs> Cleveland. It just didn't have the right image. We were so into image in those days. Yes. <laughs> and still are. <laughs> and, and the car behind us ran over the platinum wiglet. I think it was a bunch of tumble curls on top of your head. Thank God the lashes didn't fly too. But well, I thank God you that, were a hairdresser. <laughs> I picked up that wiglet, fluffed it up, it. gave it a... <laughs> Flopped it back on, and only the driver that ran over it was embarrassed. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm. You couldn't have helped it. You know, it was just the wind. That's all it was. <laughs> and I remember another time that same wiglet went flying off. It was at Cedar Point, and you were on the scrambler. Do you remember that one? Oh, my class reunion. My class uh, high school party. 
oh, I was so ashamed. It stopped the engine in the scrambler. And there I sat with my hair tied up and sticking straight out and those gorgeous false eyelashes. And my sisters still laugh to this day because they saw me and everyone saw me for that matter. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I know. I remember when the scrambler just stopped dead because of, because of your wiglet and the my fall. I wanted long hair, <laughs> and I always had a short haircut. My mother was a hairdresser. <laughs> well, yes, and 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 I actually worked for your mother for five years, and I mean to this day I give Wilba credit for making me the hairdresser that I am today. She she was very tough on me. I, I had absolutely no discipline. I wanted to party all night long and then come strolling into work looking like something the cat dragged home, which was usually the way it was. And she certainly had more patience with me than I had later when I had my own business and had young you know, spry employees. I would. I certainly would not have had the patience to deal with them the way your mother, my dearly beloved adopted mother, Wilba, took care of me. And 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 you know, the rest of history. I mean, both you and I, you and I went on to have really great hairdressing careers. You ended up owning salons. I owned salons, and. You know, now I'm a hairdresser in New York, and I don't think I would have had the discipline to do all that I did without Welba guiding me. Yes, and I'm sure she, many people feel that way about my mom. She was very patient, loving, and very generous. Well, and the nice thing that I that I knew about your mother, and she had in her years in salon management had many people who worked for her and just adored her was she she was tough in one way but she allowed us to be who we were in another way and that shows in you Sherry it shows in your two sisters Valerie and Kara whom I also have as my lifelong friends and I'm just crazy about not two of you are the same uh, and you've all gone off. You've had great careers. Your sister Kara is some hotshot with Portland. What is it? Travel and uh, she's promotes she, the city. She brings of conventions. Yeah, she brings conventions to the city of Portland and the state of Oregon. She's absolutely phenomenal. Well, I remember when Kara first told me that she was going to be bringing conventions to Portland. I said, oh, yeah, sure. Everybody's going to just be jumping on the bandwagon to head to Portland, Oregon, on the dark side of the planet. And I'm telling you, Sherry, one of the cities that people talk about the most these days is Portland, Oregon. And how how creative... Oh, and environmentally conscious. They have the Green Award. It's it's just an amazing community. The Architectural Award. It's it's just a phenomenal place to come for a day or a convention or just you know to go live. It's a remarkable country, Portland, Oregon. <laughs> In and of it. So yes, we're all blessed to have that on our west coast. Well, I know that you. Uh, I mean, we met in Cleveland, where both you and I lived for a considerable number of years, and and at very important times in our lives when we were in our teens and our twenties. But I know that 
you know, once Wilba retired, she moved back home to Seattle, taking you with her, which was one of the saddest days of my life. But in the period that, um, you know, when we were very young, your sister Valerie lived in New York City, where I lived with her for a, a, a period of time. And I remember a couple of fun incidents that took place while I was living with Valerie and when we come back from this first break I'm going to share one that <laughs> involves you of course yes. Yes. and uh, you know it's in my treasure trove and being convenient to Manhattan <laughs> exactly from New Jersey <laughs> so we'll be right back I'm Thomas here Thomas. with my guest Sherry Cack, uh, party girl of <laughs> extraordinaire, and we'll be sharing some more wonderful stories. See you in a minute. This is Paul Trulove on Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Hi, this is Jessica Doravage, host of the Where Is My Guru show. Join us Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Hear Women Talk. Tonight, take an adventure on the Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Explore the haunted swamps where alligators and the ghosts from long ago still reside. Stroll across floating walkways beneath the Spanish moss as your pirate guide leads you by lantern and shares 13 spooky tales along the way. The Ghost Walk departs nightly at dusk, only at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Call 843-361-2700 or visit MyrtleBeachGhostWalk.com for advanced tickets. The Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Police Psychics, Find Me, with Kelly Snyder and Valerie Graham. This fascinating program explores how vetted psychic sleuths team up with law enforcement to find success, show how this can bring awareness, hope, and closure to families. Also presented are important possibilities which psychic assistance offers for law enforcement, especially at the beginning of an investigation. Host Kelly Snyder is a retired federal agent with 25 years in law enforcement. He's an author and the founder of Find Me, a non profit organization of talented worldwide psychic crime solvers, canine search and rescue volunteers, and others who provide leads in missing person and homicide cases. Find Me's work creates a raised awareness of how psychic abilities can add a tool to a detective's arsenal. Snyder is teamed with co-host Valerie Graham, an author and former sheriff staffer in correctional psychiatry. Join them Tuesdays, 2 p.m. at hearwomentalk.com, H-E-R-E, womentalk.com. Hi folks, this is private investigator Vicki Childs, host of the Vicki Childs Show on Hear Women Talk Radio. How safe is your cell phone? Is someone listening to all your calls or reading your text messages? How about your computer? Is someone watching all of your keystrokes? Or do you want to know what your child, your employee, or your spouse are doing on a computer or cell phone. If you need computer or cell phone forensics, do what I do. Talk to Steve Abrams at abramsforensics.com. Steve is a highly respected and skilled forensics expert as well as an attorney. Contact Steve Abrams for a free 15-minute consultation at abramsforensics.com. That's abramsforensics.com. Or click on the Abrams Forensics banner ad on Hear Women Talk and use promo code H. Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. I'll talk about the happening. Uh, <laughs> you know, Sherry, that uh, that makes me th- that song makes me think of Diana Ross, and 
Do you remember oh. we we were we saw Diana Ross in her very first show after she left the Supremes uh, at the Waldorf Astoria? Do you recall that night? Oh, absolutely. And we had seen the Temptations in Cleveland, and Diana and the Supremes walked on for just a hello prior to that. And Smokey Robinson was there too. At Hello. That and then we ended up at their party back at the Statler Hotel <laughs> in downtown Cleveland. <laughs> and we were dancing in the streets with um, Sly and the Family Stone outside Leo's oh. Casino. <laughs> the police came and made us get off the streets back into Leo's Casino. But uh, we, we were law abiding, so we did what they said. But I remember you were you were living in New Jersey, and Valerie and I and I were living in Manhattan. And right. you came in from New Jersey, our with apartment. With a car. Our apartment was at 49th and 2nd, and we were going to the Waldorf, which was at 49th and Park. And you were hopping mad. You came uh, up to Valerie's apartment. I believe we were on the fifth floor of a walk-up. Uh, I ate every I meal. I couldn't find a parking place. I was honking outside. You were honking the horn. You kept, In New you York kept, City. You kept going around the block, honking the horn, honking the horn. You came up, you were hopping mad. She, you said, what's wrong with you? I keep honking the horn. I said, you're honking the horn? You and everybody else. <laughs> why didn't you come down and meet me? <laughs> exactly. You said, why didn't you come down and meet me? I had no place to put the car. You were ignoring my my honks, and I went, <laughs> I looked at Valerie. I said, "Is she on something?" I mean, she's she's honking the horn and expects me to come out. You know, we're not in Podunk. <laughs> but anyway, once once you got over your little temper fit, we went up to the Waldorf. Uh, Diana came out. She was wearing this gigantic uh, black Afro wig. She looked gorgeous. We were sitting at the table directly in front of her. What was the name of that room at the Waldorf, the Peacock Alley or something like that? I, I can't remember the name of that wasn't room. It, the, it wasn't at the Astoria room? Maybe it was the Astoria room. It was when you come in from, from Park Avenue and you come into the lobby, you make a sharp right and back around the corner again, and it was in there. And she opened with the, that song, Someday We'll Be Together. It was, oh my and gosh. Here we are. <laughs> and here we are, still together all these years. And from there we went dancing at Yellow Fingers. And oh, you yes. Had, you had a friend, Hervé. And he had to leave us to go and comb Johnny Carson's hair. Do you remember that? <laughs> He, he said, he, he said, oh, I have to, he was Johnny Carson's hairdresser before he would go on The Tonight Show, which was live, and he said, I have to go comb Johnny's hair, but I'll be back. And I said, Johnny Carson has a full-time hairdresser? And, I mean, I think... That was Hervé's claim to fame. Whatever happened to Hervé? I mean, I know where a lot oh, of these are. club kids are, but uh, Hervé just fell off the the bandwagon. Do you remember Joyce in Cleveland, who was like the toast of the town in Cleveland? Mm, yeah. Do you remember her? She, she actually yeah. ran Otto's Grotto. Right. 
And we we ran. We we ran it into the ground, but she she tried to manage it. But uh, for a period of time, I lived with her. And Joyce from Otto's Grotto went to Lacave, and Lacave was sort of on the circuit. And if you recall, Linda Ronstadt was there, and um, uh, Jimi Hendrix. And because these people weren't yet stars, they had very little money. Lakov didn't have a lot of money, so these people would stay at Joyce's apartment and be there when I was there. I mean, I remember when Linda Ronstadt was there, and I and I said to Joyce, "Why are you having this fat slob stay with us?" I mean, she <laughs> wanted to sleep until one in the afternoon. She was messy, and. You know, a year later, she came out with that song with the stone ponies, and the rest is history. And Joyce <laughs> said, "See, you should have been nicer. I told you she was going to be a star." And <laughs> and then uh, two months ago, I had Pine Top Perkins staying here. He was ninety-seven and still on the road playing those oh keys. Oh <laughs> my gosh, Pine Top Perkins! There's yes. a blast from the past. Yes. yes, he needs the Image Awards for the NAACP. He's an amazing man. He's on the road at ninety-seven. He played here in Port Townsend. Well, that's right. I mean, you're now in Port Townsend. And then, you know, one of the oh. things I think about, you know, as I get older is, you know, where do I want to, like, settle down to? I haven't even thought about settling down. And I know a lot of people our age, I'm not divulging, but if we've been dancing in the club since the 60s, there's a subtle clue in there. And, <laughs> <laughs> but... Do you find, Sherry, at a time when a lot of people our age are starting to retire, I know I was at my high school reunion back in July, and the top, one of the hot topics was spending time with the grandchildren, which between you and me, I would rather go on to meet my maker than to spend a nanosecond with mine or any other grandchild, but that seems to be a focal point for a lot of people's lives, and I don't damn them, I just wish them luck, and I release them back to the universe, but don't bring the grandkid to my place. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and and I did see pictures of your uh, grandniece or whatever she was on your Facebook, so I know you have a sweet spot in your heart. Well, if it's blood, yes, if it's yes. blood, I do. <laughs> she I was do have a sweet spot. That's yes. actually my uh, grand. That's my grand nephew. That's Ledger. He he's so pretty that he gets mistaken sometimes for a girl, oh. but he's all boy and he's got those tumble locks. So yes, there is a <laughs> soft spot. But yes, and the youth yeah. keep you young. You have to have a little of everything to keep you young. Well, and you know what? A lot of the people that I that I went to high school with and are still remain very close friends talk about. Retirement. They've gone into retirement. I'm thinking that means they're dead. They're dead. If you gone into, gone into retirement, retirement. That's a horrible word. It's not a word. Go I on even to change consider. your life. Go on to new things. Start your dream job. Retirement means go to sleep. <laughs> exactly, or it means shy. Oh, she's so <laughs> retiring. Well, that's something that I've never been called, no, and I don't ever want to be called that. Colin is retired. You know, oh, well, and then this, you know, maybe you, an age that you you can't possibly retire. 
because there's so much life out there. There is everything from dancing to music, live music. Uh, there's activities from the intellectual aspects, the art galleries. It's all at your fingertips. You just need to stay social and stay involved. It's there. It's there for the asking. You can't retire. <laughs> well, I do think that Stay home. As, as much as our generation changed the course of history, you know, we we were the we protest. are the sixties. We're the sixties, <laughs> and we and we and we changed the way people. I mean, I grew up in a world where a woman could not be seated if she was alone in a restaurant. She had to be. You know, in the company of another person, uh, at least two women. I remember when, when women and, and, you know, I've also, as, as, as much as I've been a club kid all my life, I've also been an activist all my life. And the very first, uh, group that I became an activist for was, was women. I mean, I remember there were seven of us at the first NOW meeting in Cleveland, which, you know, is the National Organization of Women. Yeah, uh, Glorious. Part of that group, too. You were, part, you were there. There were, yeah. there were me and six women uh, planning the, the bra burning on the steps of Cleveland City Hall, uh, <laughs> which which happened. I ripped my bra off with all those women, hundreds of women <laughs> threw it on the bonfire. You remember? I mean, I had to get a training bra, uh, uh, but <clears throat> I, I had on my bra just the same, and I ripped it off. Gloria Steinem came over from Toledo. She hadn't yet left, yet left Ohio. Uh, and by the way, Sherry, I'm having a reunion next week with all of those people. Oh, uh, fabulous. Here in New York, there's a big fundraiser honoring the 45th anniversary of the of the um, women's movement. Gloria will be there. She's turned 80. She was a bride when she was 75 for the first time. So, yes, I, we have changed the rules, not only the course of history, but we are now changing the rules for how people grow older. And, uh, you know, my friend Bobby... Who's been a guest? She says she's growing younger. So she looks at it a different way. And I remember my parents when they were my, my age were certainly not who we are. And my dad was retired, and he certainly wasn't thinking of another career. Here I am. I'm thinking of ways to broaden my career, next? not shrink it. <laughs> and uh, when we get back, I want you to tell me some things that you're doing out in Port Townsend because I understand that you are really putting Port Townsend on the map. Me, Port Townsend is on the map. I'm just here to enjoy and encourage it. <laughs> the most amazing place on the planet. Well, it sounds to me like a lot of what I call old hippies might be there. I'm, I know there oh, are a few... We have brilliant scholars. We have the, the largest nonprofit educational facilities in the world, from Centrum with the arts to the brand new Northwest Maritime Center. We are an amazingly brilliant, fun, alive community that can wear a costume and you think it's their daily apparel. They are active in politics. They're active in music, live music every night in this little town that is absolutely the gem 
of the Northwest. And we're oh my on the gosh. sea, and we're the Victorian capital of the United States. We have the best Main Street program. It's all sponsored by the volunteerism in this community, and everyone is involved in everything from farm-to-table food, our culinary, our tourism. Our, we have the best ferry system. We are just an amazingly fun, active, alive community. Anybody can go on www.enjoypt.com and PT Guide. You can look in National Geographic and Sunset Magazine. And people come from all over the world. We are, we're a ferry ride to Victoria. So we have the Canadian provinces, people coming in from all over for twilight. And uh, it, it's just, I can't tell you what an alive spot to be at any age. The children are phenomenal here. They are healthy. They're brilliant. The senior population is doing something every day, whether it's going to the opera at the Rose Theater or attending live blues at the Upstage or jazz or going to Fiddle Tunes. We have the largest jazz festival, Fiddle Tunes Festival, and the Blues Festival at Centrum every summer. We have a fabulous marine science center. It's just a great jumping-off point, kayaking. There is no reason for anybody not to have something to do 24 hours a day in this little town, except Tuesday evenings, because everybody needs to close. Have a day off. Well, it sounds like the little town that never sleeps, but right now you and I have to take a break because, unfortunately, the sponsors have to get their words in, and otherwise we won't have the Colin Lively Show on the Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk, and we don't want that to happen. So we're going to take a break right now, and we'll be right back with more of my memory lane stroll with my friend, Sherry Cat. Hi, this is Jessica Dorvaj, host of the Where Is My Guru show, and you are listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. The definition of guru is to lead from darkness to light, and one who is regarded as having great knowledge, wisdom, and authority in a certain area, and who uses it to guide others. Join us on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Where Is My Guru show, where gurus from the areas of art, travel, creative activism, wellness, and the spa share their infinite wisdom and maybe a glass of wine. Fridays at 3 p.m. right here on Hear Women Talk Radio. Hello, race fans. This is Jeff Gilmer, creator of RacersReunion.com. When you're in Myrtle Beach, check out my favorite, the Caravelle Resort. The Caravelle Resort has a golf department and concierge with golf privileges at virtually every course on the Grand Strand, including the coveted Dunes Club. And ladies, pamper yourself with Caravelle's Studio Spa. Featuring services such as Swedish massage, heated stone therapy, reflexology, manicures, pedicures, facials, and more. Awaken your senses with the most requested massage and spa therapies. The Caravelle Resort, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, 800-507-9145. Get the best rate on the Grand Strand when you use promo code RACERS at thecaravelle.com. 800-507-9145. 
Attention boppers, shaggers, and swingers, join us at the J.B. Floyd Community Center in North Myrtle Beach Wednesdays at 7 p.m. for the fast-paced excitement of the Swing Syndicate. Study the swing styles of Jitterbug, Double Time, Lindy, West Coast, East Coast, and Show. Sure to be a big hit on the Grand Strand. That's the Swing Syndicate Wednesdays, 7 o'clock, at the J.B. Floyd Community Center in North Myrtle Beach, 1030 Possum Trot Road, Wednesdays, 7 o'clock. This is Paul Trulove on Zeus Radio Network for here womentalk.com It's Colin Lively back with my very special guest Sherry Cack party girl extraordinaire we're talking about the old days we're talking about the present days we're talking about the future days and Sherry just before we took the break you were talking about Port Townsend and all that it has to offer for people like me I know that when you and I were speaking the other day um, when I leave New York. I mean, I grew up in a small town, and I really love small town living, but I left there, I left a small town when I was 18 years old, and now when I think about places to go where I do, where when I want to, like, calm down from this New York City life, I start to look at places that are smaller, that that are community, but that aren't too, you know, straight-laced Sometimes small towns worry me uh, only because of what I read and see coming from a lot of small towns, which which we won't even go there. But, you know, I'm looking at Asheville, North Carolina. I'm looking at Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm lurking, looking at Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, where I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of relatives. And, and when you talk about Port Townsend, it reminds me of those kinds of places. Um, that are accepting. I mean, you know, I'm I'm going to be hard to take for a lot of small town people. But Colin, you have the ability to get on a train from those towns and commute to the city and go play, and you need that. I chose Port Townsend because I have the ability to get to the airport at SeaTac and go play in Seattle with my friends. But we're also an international community here in Port Townsend, and we're a waterfront. We are on the sea. So, you know, it's just, it's a phenomenal place with great mountains and hikes and our farm food and our restaurants. And it's just, you can't beat a place that's like that on the West Coast that is close to a major city without traffic. And it's just, it's phenomenal. And your places that you go to, like where this radio station comes from, Myrtle Beach, you you know you have everything there, including fun. <laughs> exactly. You, know, you have sun. You, you have there, sand. You yes. Walk on the beach every day. It's good for your health. And you know, <clears throat> well, I've got a little surprise for you. I have one of your friends waiting to talk to you. Oh yeah, Jill. Jill, are Jill you Cook. still with us? Jill Cook, you got it. Yes, I am. I'm here. Hi, Sherry. Hi, How sweetie. Are you? I'm fabulous. It's good to hear you. Yes. And I've been listening and reminiscing along with you guys. Um, um, Kara and I have been friends ever, you know, since we were in grade school in Fairview Park, St. Angeles. And, yes. Colin, I, I have this one great story. It's, um, I re- on 1978, I got married, and Kara came to Cleveland to be in my wedding. And yes. what happened is the night before, you guys went out to the club. Yes. And I just 
Always remember what Kara wore. Do you remember what she wore that oh night? Oh, my gosh. Wait, was it a black mini dress with lace sleeves? No, it was a sequent tube top. Oh, my gosh, you're right. <laughs> and only Kara, only Kara Cack could, could uh, and she looked gorgeous, of course, but you guys were out till about 3.30, and and you know we had a wedding to go to, but but we, I was almost late, but but she got me to the church on time. <laughs> oh my! Well, uh, you know I mean I had Kara in by three thirty. You know I usually didn't get in until the sun was coming up. You know <laughs> the milkman and Colin arriving at the same time. And and sorry, Jill. Never forget that. That's I. Okay. I I've, I perfectly remember that day. I also took Kara on a tour of my neighborhood in the pitch dark. Yeah. And yeah. she couldn't see any of the houses, but <laughs> I described them to her. I happened to have lived in this uh, suburb of Cleveland called Bratnall, which had, which had all those grand mansions that, huh? that the industrialists yeah, had built. Absolutely. They were... They were Bratnall was sort of like the Newport of the Midwest, but I happened to live across the street from the mansions in a stable. <laughs> I was taking Kara down down the down Lakeshore Boulevard and describing the mansions to her <laughs> because they that's said that's what I that's what I did when um, everybody came to Manhattan. I would drive them all over Manhattan in twenty minutes and show them everything at midnight. <laughs> well, at least they could see everything. Yeah. Thing. But I, yeah. I, I totally remember uh, that wedding and and Kara sort of like uh, sleepy eyed when she was there. Oh my gosh. Jill, are yeah. you still married? Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, thirty three, thirty three years. Yeah, and wow. we're taking. We didn't take our thirtieth anniversary, but we're going back to Seattle in March. We're going to Port Townsend. We're, um, we're, we're, that is a beautiful part of the country, and that's where we want to start our new life. Of course. Well, and there you go. What a great place to start it. And you know, Jill, you Absolutely. were part of the travels to Spain for my sister's wedding, and right. that was the most remarkable <laughs> two weeks of our lives with the villas on the uh, <laughs> the Spanish Riviera and Morocco and the Fez. And yeah. yes, we have we have been there, done that for weddings. <laughs> yeah. And oh, Colin, gosh, you flew yeah. out for my wedding. Do you remember that, Colin? Oh, do I ever! And oh my heavens! You came in the neck cape. You landed at CPAC and you came to the dress rehearsal party and you walked in and said, I'm here. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. Jill, this was so funny. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Sherry got married. I, uh -huh. And... Uh, she put me up in a monastery. You know, I didn't have oh, much no, everyone money. Everyone was in the monastery. Oh, it were was we a, all in the was, monastery? That's, it was the least expensive place where I could house 300 people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, you're oh right. God. I forgot was, that we were all in the monastery. Oh, it was and a Catholic I, retreat house. And they is had that what it was? And, you know, it was Catholic the night of the rehearsal. It was sold to the Lutherans. I got married in a Lutheran church by a Catholic priest. All the icons were gone the day we got married the next day. And everyone was camped out in these 
kind of like dormitory rooms, and you made us in Issaquah, Washington. Oh, my gosh. And Jill, there I am in this this thing, and I arrive. I, I went straight from the airport. Wilma picked me up at the airport, took, took me to a party the night before the wedding, uh-huh. and then... I got dropped off, you know, midnight, one o'clock in the morning, and I'm still wearing my black cape with the with the bright pink lining, and I've got eyeliner on, and there I go in, and all these monastic young men are looking at me, and I'm no, I'm not in my room any more than five minutes. When one of them comes in, I said, "No, not tonight. I'm too tired." I thought. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow, but not tonight. I've had a long flight, a late night. You're, you know, you're really cute, but it's just not the right time. And he said, I came to pray for your soul. You are oh a God. sinner. I swear to God, Sherry and Jill, oh. you are a sinner, and you've got to get right with the Lord before it's too late. Oh, my God, the things that you've gotten me into, Sherry, not to mention plunking me down in their midst. They were as shocked with me as I was with them. But you know what, Jill? We're going to have to take another break. Thank you so much for for sharing this memory uh, and having being part of this homecoming between Sherry Cack and me. You're so welcome. Love you guys. Have a great day. Love you, too. Bye, and we'll be, we'll be right back after our next break with more of Colin Strolls Down Memory Lane with Sherry Cack. Hi, this is Jessica Dorvage, host of the Where Is My Guru show, and you are listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. The definition of guru is to lead from darkness to light, and one who is regarded as having great knowledge, wisdom, and authority in a certain area, and who uses it to guide others. Join us on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Where Is My Guru show, where gurus from the areas of art, travel, creative activism, wellness, and the spa share their infinite wisdom and maybe a glass of wine. Fridays at 3 p.m. right here on Hear Women Talk Radio. Hello, race fans. This is Jeff Gilder, creator of RacersReunion.com. When you're in Myrtle Beach, check out my favorite, the Caravelle Resort. The Caravelle Resort has a golf department and concierge with golf privileges at virtually every course on the Grand Strand, including the coveted Dunes Club. And ladies, pamper yourself with Caravelle's Studio Spa. Featuring services such as Swedish massage, heated stone therapy, reflexology, manicures, pedicures, facials, and more. Awaken your senses with the most requested massage and spa therapies. The Caravelle Resort, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, 800-507-9145. Get the best rate on the Grand Strand when you use promo code RACERS at thecaravelle.com. 800-507-9145. Hi, this is Kay Van Hoosen, founder of Hear Women Talk. Every Monday, you can return to love with Jen Ward and Genuine Healing. Jen is an empath, a healer, and an intuitive, and Jen will show you how to remove blockages, heal yourself, and feel love. That's Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk. Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. Oh, my gosh, Sherry, oh. can you come out tonight? How many times have I called Every you? night. Every <laughs> night. And you know what, Sherry? My, I was well prepped for when you and I became the party kids of Cleveland and New York City <laughs> because by my cousin, Polly. I have this 
wild girl cousin from from Raynell, West Virginia, who my mother accused me, her baby boy, of always having. She was always accused of getting me in trouble, and my mom called Polly my the blue-eyed devil. But Polly insists that she was the green-eyed devil, didn't you, Polly? Yes, I have green eyes. I'm a green-eyed devil. Well, and, well, thanks and, for training Colin at an early age. Oh, if you think if you think you and I have had some wild times, Sherry. Do you remember the night, Polly, that we climbed over the fence at the uh, at the town pool in Raynell, and the and we all got arrested? Yes, yes I was thinking about that when I called and and uh, talking about old times, and you got hung on the top of the fence. <laughs> I did. Do you remember that? I did. <laughs> when you were trying to climb over and you got your shorts hung on the top. <laughs> the, the, the shorts went in the, 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 the fence. I don't know what kind of a fence we it was. We were sneaking but in. It was a private pool. And we were sneaking in to swim. And, and Colin got hung. Colin got hung <laughs> on the top of the fence. And the, and the state police came <laughs> and got us. The, na- the neighbors near the pool called and said there are a bunch of rowdy kids at the pool. Uh, you know, it was a small town, so of course the state police knew exactly who I was and drove me home. Woke up my mom and dad. <laughs> my mother says, it was that blue-eyed devil, Polly. My baby boy wouldn't have done anything if Polly hadn't been there. Polly, you got the blame for every bad thing I ever did. <laughs> well, I got the blame for a lot of things. A lot of things uh, I did and a lot of things I didn't do. <laughs> well, Sounds like she's still fun. doing them, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she, honey, Polly is one of my the most favorite persons that's ever graced my life. We, we did grow up together. I spent so many nights and weekends at Polly's house. Polly lived downtown and I lived out of town and my mom was a churchgoer and I didn't have a tremendous amount of fun at my place but Polly was one of, how many kids were in your family Polly? At least six right? Six yes. Three boys and three girls. And they were they were the children of my favorite uncle and aunt uh, Hub and Mary and Hub and Mary had a restaurant in town among other things and they were great cooks my mother couldn't cook worth a darn I thought all oatmeal was just supposed to have dry lumps through it and so I would <laughs> I, I would have this great food and at, at and and have a ball we would we would have our own dance party the lively dance party and across the street was our uncle luther and he had a bunch of kids too he had at least six more and and up the street from where polly lived was our cousin ann who happens to be the grandmother of that little baby you were talking about and um we would just have a ball and then I would have to go back home but one of the things my mother was a bit of a religious fanatic and I wasn't allowed to go to movies on Sunday and Polly I don't know if you remember but you and I went to the movies on a Sunday we saw Elvis Presley in that first movie he did uh, was Love a Cal- Me Tender Love Me Tender it was Love Me Tender 
Exactly. That's the name of the movie. And it was on. And yeah. do you remember when I came out of the movie? There was my mother waiting for me. <laughs> and <clears throat> my dad had a big black and yellow car. Do you remember that car, Polly? Yes. <laughs> it was a cherry. A big long thing. Whatever it was. It was a big long. I don't know what it was. I think it was a Chrysler Imperial or something like that, and it had fins on it that looked like a giant fish, but it was it looked like a bumblebee. And I would hang my head in shame as my dad would drive me through town. I mean, this town only had thirteen streets, <laughs> and we literally knew everyone if we weren't related to them. And I'd go, "Oh, why did you have to get a car that looked like this?" So there, I, I, I walked out the door. There sat that black and yellow car with my mother sitting in it saying, you're going to pay for this when you get home. Polly, this is all you're doing. My baby boy wouldn't go to the movies on a Sunday if it weren't for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember. But... You know, it was fun. Polly was always, I mean, I don't want to say my favorite cousin because I have a lot of favorite cousins, but she surely is one of my most memorable cousins. And when I come home for the high school reunion, uh, which we have about every five years, Polly is always the highlight. She, she arrived on a Harley Davidson. Now, Sherry, our little town was kind of conservative. Polly, who's lived there all of her life, has never been conservative, doesn't really care what people think or say, and she's a party girl like you and I are. Oh, well, I'm not a party girl. Well, sometimes I am, but not usually. <clears throat> and I think the partying has kept all of us young. I mean, when, oh, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, you even have a young husband, don't you, Polly? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do have a young husband. You go, girl. He's ten years younger than I. <laughs> and you know, I feel that way about everything. Trade in the old one and get a new one. You know, who needs <laughs> something whose parts aren't all That's working right. and perfectly? We're and we're leaving in the morning to go to Florida to the uh, uh, Daytona Oktoberfest. Are you going on the bike? Well, we're hauling the bike in the trailer, and we'll ride the bikes when we get there. Yes. Well, you know, so here we are. We're staying for a week. Well, here we all are. Uh, at a time in our lives when we could have just settled in and, and said, oh, to heck with it, it's been a nice long run and here we all are still enjoying life still having fun and I know that my listeners come to hear about ways to be the beautiful aging diva and the, the best advice I can give as I sit here today reminiscing with two of my favorite uh, aging divas Polly Lively Clevenger my cousin Sherry Keck my closest and dearest friend is that all of us have stayed in the game we've danced we've laughed we've, we've enjoyed life to its absolute fullest I hope there are years ahead for all of us and I just wish that everyone that is in a certain age group could embrace life the way we have and 
realize that growing older does not mean we're growing closer to death and stay in the game. And I want to thank both of you so much for joining me today on my Colin Lively show. You've both brought such great pleasure to me. Polly, I understand the weather down there is just amazing this this day. Yes, it is. It's very beautiful today. It's around 70 degrees. This morning it was 39, but the days get very pretty with the warm sun. The mornings are very cold. Are, have, the leaves started to, have the leaves started to turn? Yes, they have started to turn. Sherry, Polly lives on a gorgeous farm down in Greenbrier County, West Virginia. So wow. as I sit here in New York and I, I think about Polly's farm in West Virginia, I think about your oceanfront place in uh, Port Townsend. And as I look out at these tall buildings in New York, I think... You know what? We all have it really good, don't we? Oh, absolutely. Yes, we do. And thanks to all of the remarkable ladies in our lives that have given us the tools to remain forever young. And, uh, yes, we are blessed. Absolutely blessed. Your mother, Wilba Cack, who became my, I became her adopted child, my Aunt Mary, who is still living in her 90s, the mother of Polly, who I just loved. Mary was so fun and so full of life, and I have to remember my crazy, eccentric mother, Hilda May Lively, <laughs> because without a whacked-out mother like I had, I sure wouldn't be who your I am. Mother, your mother, Colin, was at my mother's house once a week. Her and Iona was there every week. And they were with my mother. And 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 they loved Mary. I love Mary. I love oh, you. Yes. And I love Sherry. That's my older sister who's now in her 80s. And I love Hear Women Talk. And I'm so happy that you are part of it. I have to say goodbye to both of you and goodbye to my my listeners. And please join me next week for the Colin Lively Party on Hear Women Talk for the Zeus Radio Network. Mwah! To Polly and Sherry. Mwah! Thank you. Mwah! It's nice talking to both of you. Okay. And Sherry, <laughs> love you, girls. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a nice day.